Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey, y'all. I am so excited about today's episode because, you know, it's usually just me. But today we have someone in addition to just me. I have with me Eric Nevins. Now, let me tell you all a little bit about him before I bring him out here and you get to meet him. First of all, he is the host of Halfway There podcast. He has been podcasting since 2016, y'all. That's like 100 years ago. I mean, I know. Um, because we know 2020 lasted forever and 2022 lasted like four minutes. So, but not only is he the host, guys, he is the founder of Christian Podcasters Association. This is the place I went when I said, I want to start a podcast. This is where I cut my teeth. These are the people that helped me, but there's more. Isn't there always more? He also has a gold association. So if he's got the free group, it's awesome. But you can also upgrade and get more resources and more support. And yet there's more. He's also a coach and a consultant in podcasting. So I'm super excited he's here today. Let me tell you why. Number one, he's just a good friend. I, I just love him and his wife. They are wonderful people. But we are talking about something that is so essential to you as a speaker. I know right now you're going, huh? A lot of you ask me, should I have a podcast to get booked to speak? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. So without further ado, please welcome to Take the Stage podcast, Eric Nevins. Hey, Eric, it's so good to have you here. Hey, Mary, thanks for having me. I'm really glad to be here. It's uh, it's exciting. It's fun to be on your show. Thank you so much. I am super thrilled you're here. Before we get too deep into what we're going to be talking about, Eric, I want them to hear a little bit of your origin story. Why did you start podcasting? What puts you in that place? Okay. Well, I'll give you the short version. So I found myself in, let's say, 2014, working at a job that I did not love. I was working in a bank. I affectionately refer to it as bank jail because I would go to a six by six cell and not come out until somebody told me I was allowed. And I, I just didn't enjoy it. It was not my cup of tea. Well, that's because I'd gone to seminary and I thought I was going to be a pastor. I graduated right in the middle of the downturn in 2009 and found out that, uh, oh, there's the kind of jobs that I probably could have gotten were just not really available. I didn't even know until years later that some top members of my class, people who I really respected and thought, well, they're going to really go far didn't even get jobs for five years. So I thought it was just me this whole time, but it wasn't me. It was just the economy wow. and how things work. So that was where I was, but I was really a little bit miserable trying to figure out how am I going to contribute to this spiritual formation conversation, which is my jam. That's the thing I really love to talk about is how we grow in Christ. Right. And I discovered podcasting. So I moved from a job where I was reading blogs because I was waiting for phone calls all day to a job where I had to <laughs> actually had to work. And I moved to this job and I, I had to actually click buttons and, you know, bounce people's checks, which let me tell you, my job for a while was just to ruin people's day. Oh, wow. You were that guy. I was that guy. Block their debit cards and bounce their checks. So I like to say I was a bouncer for a while, but that's, that just makes you seem snazzy. <laughs> but what I did is I, I found podcasting and I was like, how can I entertain myself? I listened to 
very long audiobooks about historical figures. And I listened to podcasts and I discovered this world, John Lee Dumas and uh, Michael O'Neill and Mark Marin. I listened to him. I listened to all kinds of people. And it just opened up this whole world to me that one made me believe I could probably do that. And two made me think that I could contribute to the conversation that I originally had wanted to do. And that's how my show kind of came about. It took me two years to do it, to actually get it launched. So I know that kind of pain, but it's, uh, I was really glad today that I did. Well, I'm so happy you did. And y'all are definitely in show notes. You will have a link to Eric's podcast, along with a link to CPA, all the links, all the things. It took you two years. And listen, I want my speaker to know it does not have to take you two years. (laughs) Right. That is not what we're here to talk about. It does not have to take you two years. Why did it take you two years, Eric? I was afraid. Mm. I was afraid it had to be perfect. I thought I had to be just right. I'd done some other things and they didn't take off immediately. Right. Right. And so I thought that perhaps there was something wrong with me when really the only thing wrong with me was that I wasn't persistent. Well, and it's just like speaking. You know, I talk about this all the time. It's always, it's Mm -hmm. about showing up. It's about trusting God in what he has given you to do. He's entrusted this gift to you. He's given you a message, a podcast for a speaker is another way to share and listen to me, speaker, because I know right now what you're thinking, to share bits and pieces of your story. And always using that podcast to say, you know what? I'm available if you want to bring me to speak. Eric, I would love to talk about length of podcast because I know some people out there that have like these two-hour podcasts. <laughs> I don't. I started yeah. with about 40 minutes, but I'm now down to, I can't even run ads on my podcast through my host because my podcasts aren't long enough. Not that I'm running ads, but they're only yeah. 20 minutes or less. So what do you think about length of shows? Are they getting shorter, longer? Well, I think it doesn't matter what the trend is. And I'll tell you why. I think what matters most is who your audience is and what your audience wants. Uh, So the reason Joe Rogan can get away with a three-hour long podcast is because the people who are listening to him are driving for three hours a day or they're they're working at a desk or wherever. So that makes sense for his audience. Good point. And so the question is, who's your audience? What do they want? Um, I was literally just writing. So one of my favorite blogs in the world is Major League Baseball Trade Rumors. That's what it is. So, Oh, wow. Super exciting stuff. Yes. I know. You don't care. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's what I found. They want to hire a podcast producer. I was like commenting on it. I was like, hey, hire me. Like I would love because I love it. I've been reading this for 15 years. There was a little discussion underneath about length. And some people want short podcasts. Some people want long podcasts when it comes to this kind of sports world. And I had to comment on there. Hey, look, the whole problem is what does your audience want? So ask that question. Maybe it matters. Maybe it doesn't, but just don't have banter. You know, like you don't have to unnecessary banter, have things that are relevant to your audience and what they want. That's so good. And that's exactly what I teach is, you know, speaker who's listening in right now. She's saying, yeah, that's what Mary says. Know who your person is. Speak to that person, that one person. So for me, I speak to the busy speaker who she wants to just get that nugget of information. So for podcasting for speakers, here's what I love about it, Aaron, is it has taught me to create hundreds of mini messages. I have 135 to be exact. Love it. I'm celebrating. (laughs) (laughs) Of many messages. So for speakers who are listening in, 
I love if your message is, let's say your message is on hospitality. I can sit down right now and come up, and I know you can too. You can come up with 15 topics on hospitality. Yep. If your message is on overcoming adversity, maybe you've overcome some major trial. Not only can you talk about it, you can interview other people yes. around that topic. So two things about that. Number one, I recommend looking at your message as a diamond, right? So the thing about diamonds is that they're cut and that they have all these many different facets they're called, right? Or Ooh. or sides, right? So you, so you take your diamond, imagine your message and spin it around and look at it from all the different perspectives. And when you see that, that becomes almost infinite for you, right? So yes. usually within your message, there are a handful of those nuggets that you can do that with. And so maybe it's two, three, five. I don't know. It just depends. Like, you know, my message is uh, for Christian Podcasters Association is five. I got those five M's because I went to seminary. I'm contractually <laughs> obligated to alliterate. That's just how it goes. But that's that's how it works. It's in the handbook. It, it is. It's, it's there. The that's how I do it. So within each of those five things, I turn it around and I try to find what have we talked about? What were people struggling with? You ask yourself some of those questions. You had another thing that I wanted to talk about, but I don't remember. Interviews. Interviews. Yes. Okay. So that's the other thing, which is networking. So the huge thing for podcasting, when I worked at Bank Jail, I did not care for networking because I honestly <laughs> wasn't that interested in anybody who worked there, right? It would have helped my career. Absolutely. But I didn't really want to do it. When I got into podcasting, all of a sudden I got this email from a guy who was like, hey, I've seen your show. You have my friend on. Would you be interested? And I'll send you a free copy of my book. I was like, oh, that's cool. And so yes. I started expanding my circle a big wider and wider and wider, asking people. And today I could go to, I think, almost any of the publishers uh, and ask them to send me a book. I just interviewed a guy at the Gospel Coalition today, which is kind of wild. Like I would never have imagined that that could be where I could go. I spent some time with Rob Kirkpatrick at Focus on the Family down in Florida at PodFest a couple of weeks ago. Didn't know I could do that. Like, because networking with a podcast becomes very easy. You have something to offer. You're part of the media and it opens all kinds of doors. You know, that's how we met because my expertise totally. is in speaking, in messaging, storytelling. But I went in there, you know, hands open going, help me, help me. <laughs> I need a podcast. Yeah, and I remember, <laughs> I remember when you started. And I'm so like, I'm glad that you've done so well and you're still going on. October 20. Is when I started. So I am a year. How many years is that? October two. Yeah. Two and a half almost. Oh, wow. I'm blown away, guys. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking a year and a half. You know, the math has never been my thing. I'm really good with words, um, but math has never been my skill set. But as a speaker, I heard a very influential author speaker say, if you are a speaker, podcast because you get more comfortable talking you get more comfortable talking just to yourself in a room and you also learn because i can see eric and he can see me and he's watching my hands fly everywhere i talk <laughs> like this whether anyone's looking at me or not it's just the way i talk but when i first started podcasting i used what my daughters call my fake voice I have one. Oh, I have, yes. And it's it's like this. It's very sedate and very put together. <laughs> I, apparently, I talk with a bit of a slower and much more pointed. My girls call it the fake voice. And whenever I start telling certain stories, I'll use the fake voice is what they say. 
I'm laughing because sedated would be the last word I would use for you, Mary. You're, you're always lively, but so you're, yes, I think that's totally right. I talk about this all the time with that podcasting will help you find your voice. So if you're a speaker and you're trying to find that, just practice. The great thing is you don't have to look at anybody when you're podcasting, like you and I are on zoom, but if you're doing a solo show, when I first started, I would just look at the wall, like literally my desk was against the wall and I'm just start talking and that's how it works. So it's okay to do that. And your practice will make perfect. It'll also open up a bunch of doors to get on podcasts. Bingo. So you want to get in front of people that may have shows or stages or places where you want to be. Yes. Great way to do it. Cause you know, I'm super practical. I love like the practicality of what I do as a speaker. I like to break it down. What is step one? Let's talk about the first steps of, let's say we've got a listener and this person saying, you know what, hand up. I want to start a podcast, Eric. What's the first thing I do? Well, well, wait a minute. You go to Christian Podcaster Association yes. on Facebook and you join that group. It's about 3,000 strong. Is it close yep. to 3,000 strong? Just past 3,200. Oh, man. See, when I joined, it was like a thousand. Hey, Insider Baseball, I tried to buy that from Eric because I loved it so much. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done with it because, you know, podcasting is not my first gift, but I wanted it. Well, um, but thankfully, he didn't sell it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. So join the group. Then what do we do? Yeah. So I'm going to briefly talk about two things because I think you have these two things covered probably. And then we'll talk about the mechanics. But I have this five-step process, right? Number one is mindset. And your mindset really matters because you need to show up and you have to have that sort of commitment to publishing all the time. For me, that meant showing up every single Monday. I had to decide, am I going to publish an episode or am I going to do seasons and take a break? I knew if I took a break, I would never come back to it. Best decision I ever made was to have an episode halfway there every Monday as long as I could see. So you got to do that. That's a mindset issue. And there's a whole bunch of others we could talk about. You need to know your message. You got to know who you want to talk to, what you're going to say to them, the transformation that you're going to offer. Those are really important Yes, because when it gets hard and when you want to quit, if you know who you're talking to and you know that they need what you're going to say, it will keep you motivated and keep you going. Okay. So the mechanics, and this is where everybody wants to start, but I don't think you should start here. Yes. But I love that you started because those are key elements, right. mindset and messaging. Yes. I just did a presentation on this. I could give you a whole list of technology that you could get, but basically it boils down to four things. You need a microphone. You need a, a way to capture your voice. You need something to record it. You need a way to edit and you need someplace for it to live. That's the very basics. I still think you should have a website, maybe some headphones, but if you have those four basic things, you can get started. You can get a microphone, the Audio-Technica ATR2100X, which I have in my lovely hand here is both USB and XLR, which means you, you can grow with it. I didn't even start with this one. I got this one just so I could hold it up like this, but my sons use it for YouTubing. But this is great. You can then grow from there, right? So you can start and, and that's it. There's a whole bunch of other things that make it super easy. You get a Rodecaster Pro. They have a version two now, if you can spend that money. If not, don't worry about it. Everything else can be darn near free. Well, and I see y'all, I have heard about the Roadcaster for years. I don't even know what it does, but every time somebody says it, I want one. Oh, they're fantastic. I won't belabor the, like all the names and stuff, but I use a <laughs> kind of a competitor of that. Super easy. Here's the thing. If you record externally, that helps a lot. So I've had situations where I was doing an interview and somebody just disappeared from the Zoom room, right? Like they were just gone. Yes. Their computer died or something. And then they had to come back. 
I didn't lose a thing because it was all recorded externally. That's a next level thing. These days, if you have a decent computer, you may not need that, but I'm kind of old school. So that's what I like. Well, and like you, I literally started with, I recorded via, I think at that time I was using Libsyn. No, that was my host, but I use Buzzsprout now just so, and that's just a place where my podcast uploads. And then just because I was so green, I want to share this because I didn't understand how does it get out of my mouth into the computer and then into somewhere else. And then how does it get on the Apple podcast? Well, that's your host does that for you. Right. And there's a lot of hosts. Like I said, I use Buzzsprout. Eric has a whole list. But Eric, before we wrap up, because I know a lot of people are going to have questions. Do you have a resource or do you have a course or something that walks people through how to podcast, how to get started? I do. So at ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com, I have a course called Christian Podcast Kickstart. Okay. And you can go and pick that up. I think it's fairly inexpensive. And it'll walk you through all those things. How much is it? I think it's around $200. Okay. So we're not talking thousands. We're talking really affordable. Okay. Got it. So it's not too expensive. Well, I'm going to raise my hand here and say, listen, I would have given 200 American dollars to anybody because I was literally piecemealing this thing together. I spent hours and hours. Now I go back to 20, I probably was 2016 when I did the very first podcast. You know, I had two fails, but I remember like just the research I did on what in the world is an XLR mic. That was a half day of my life that I'm never getting back. (laughs) Right. And it's really not that complicated. So let me say this. Actually, it's $297. Here's what I'll do. If somebody's listening to this, they want to start a show and they want to get just that, I will honor the $200 that I just quoted. You just send me an email and I'll send you a coupon so you can get that basically 30% off. Okay. And uh, You're wonderful. For, for just your audience. And then you can pick it up. I also, by the way, do offer that course completely for free if you join the gold membership, which is $49 a month. Which I'm in and it's amazing. So y'all need to, if you're interested in this, it is worth joining for the resources, but it's worth staying for the community. Right. Which is what we do. So that's, that I think is the absolute best part. When we have our meetings, I've got a whole slew of speakers lined up to come and and share different things with us about story, about humor, about live streaming, about Amazon. I didn't even know you could live stream on Amazon. I didn't either. That's a thing you can do. So somebody's going to come share that with us. So we try to cover all the things. I love that. Okay, Eric, you have been a wealth of knowledge. And I know people are going to flock to CPA and that's Christian Podcasters Association on Facebook. We'll have all these links in there and obviously the link to Eric's gracious gift of the $200 um, Start Your Podcast. Any last words you want to share with us, Eric, about what podcasting has done in your life? Oh, man. You know, podcasting has really built the life that I have today. So I think it is so powerful as a tool, particularly for speakers, you got to find your voice. And so it is a little different environment, but you can find your voice. Just practice. No better way to do it than podcasting. I completely agree. Thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. Y'all, you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you over in the Facebook group. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this. 
or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.